mistakes are the best. Welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, the Mug, your co-host, the Pope, and the Modler is with us as well. And of course, we take our inspiration from the Barefoot Investor. But instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the 2022 AFL and NRL season. And it's a big welcome back to the program, to the Pope. Mug, we've got... Uh, example in rugby league this week where we might be in a court to decide who wins a game and I think it's the third biggest talking point in the code at the moment. So Feb's happened in the last seven days in rugby league. Probably not surprising today's south of the border mug. Unbelievable scenes in the rugby league and to help us discuss it all, of course, is the modeler. Well, it's good to be back. Uh, missed missed being on last week. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely a lot happening in the in the league sphere in the last couple of days. Um, I'm sure some of it will touch on in bad beats and the like. Um, yeah, can get involved. And um, talk to us about the soccer, uh, the football of a different kind last week. How was it? It was good, yeah. It's not often you get to um, get to see your heroes, uh, you know, do their stuff on the MCG. Um, yeah, but lo and behold, there, there actually was a, a Royal Stacks burger shop opened up there. So, uh, yeah, enough about... Enough about um, Burgers, so yeah, it was also good to, to watch United play. Yeah, that was a, a real, real uh, bonus. Yeah, I've, I've been lucky enough to see them play a few times overseas, and you know, it was, it was a friendly match, I guess. But uh, you know, I thought it was, the atmosphere was quite good 76,000 odd there, and um, you know, got to see a few goals as well, which is always good to see. Yeah, fantastic. So, Pope, the big news of the day well, there, there's, there's all sorts of news happening in the uh, NRL at the moment. But, uh, but, mate, what's happened here? We've got seven boys uh, not not playing. And uh, maybe just quickly talk to us before we get into our betting stuff about how that shifted the markets. Yeah, like, look, from a betting perspective, that's moved about 20 points is the number. Manly were favourites there four days ago, tying into their game and sort of movement on the back of recency performance from both Roosters and Manly over the weekend. And then, obviously... The news this morning, the confirmation that the seven players are going to miss the scene that push right out. And that happens when you lose half your team and, among other things, they seem to be struggling to field a side. But at 3 o'clock today, when you name teams, they're still searching around for players. So they're, they're in disarray. And from the actual game itself, like this is major implications for the top eight. So this is, this is huge, the impact this has on this year's competition. So And that's not going into the reasons why, obviously, as well. But real ramifications there. What was potentially the last spot in the eighth is between these two teams. So really significant, Monk. Yes, there you go. And uh, the other news uh, that I caught on the radio this morning, saying after that West's um, defeat with the Cowboys getting up on the weekend, um, they're taking that result to court. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, I think I think it's still in a state of flux where they'll, they'll go through with that, but seemingly unprecedented, probably taking it outside of the commission. I know there was an AFL example a few years ago, the Siren, I think. Yep. It was one that the commission had some sort of say in, but this is going to high body. So Tim West Tiger's hands, whether they decide to go through with that or not, but that will be pending for the next three or four weeks as well. So... Big week. Then we've got a vaping incident with a player sacked as well. Vaping <laughs> yeah. Putting on social media. So that's it's a well-rounded... 
what is, week. <laughs> what is going on over there? And why is a bloke vaping in the toilets at half time? Well, he, he might be he might be too smart for his own good there. Maybe maybe the conspiracy theory is he's trying to get out of the contract and this was the way out. So there's there might there's a but that might be too intelligent for this bloke too, Monk. He's not known as necessarily a road scholar, so um, yeah. that that theory might be might be a little bit too too niche. But that's one that's been floated about that this was his way out of get away from the Titans. And he doesn't have a business interest in any sort of vaping uh, company or anything like that, does he? That might be the other one. Potentially, yeah. The, the sort of probably seems a little bit old. 30, 33 year old was co-captain of the club. Seems maybe twenty years past uh, the vaping uh, yeah. cycle in his life. But uh, there we are for yeah. to round off a big week of incidents in the NRL. Yeah, it's all happening over there. All right, very good stuff. Well, we better straighten back up and uh, and talk some reading, uh, betting review, guys. And, uh, geez, it's uh, not good reading, I think, for most of us uh, this, uh, this week, which is, uh, which is not good. Uh, for myself, I'll kick us off. Um, just missed out on Brisbane there at minus 24 and a half. We just missed out on Port at nine and a half. Um, missed out on Melbourne there um, at uh, minus eight and a half. That probably, you know, that was, you know, they just doggies ran right over the top there. Maybe lucky on the pies head to head there, and uh, missed on West Coast and got the Hawks over. So guys, I was two from six, uh, which was uh, which was pretty ordinary uh, for the weekend. Modley, how'd you fare? Yeah. Bit of a mixed bag as well. So, um, yeah, I tipped up the Tigers on the Friday night. So, only uh, perhaps a half result there. Um, Port as well. That was uh, a probably disappointing one. They were up by seven at three-quarter time and just couldn't go on with it. That would have been a nice one. And then and then West Coast, I had a half stake on, just couldn't get it done uh, against the Saints. Sort of never never really looked like it. I think I might have um, tipped up the Doggies on the potty last week, but I've gone cold on them come Thursday. So, if you happen to get on them, after the potty, then then well done there. Um, then across to Lee, yeah, probably a bit of mixed rating there as well. Para um, at a, you know dollar sixty favourites, just yeah, real disappointing performance there. Uh, and the rest kind of half stakes. So the Warriors um, didn't get it done. Depending on when you took the line, I think they actually closed at twelve and a half. So you might have uh, might have been lucky to snare a line bet there. Uh, yeah, Knights were just terrible. Uh, Souths I liked at 205 at the time against Storm. Uh, that was a good one. Um, Doggies, uh, another good one there. And then, uh, as I'm sure we'll touch on, yeah, West Tigers I liked as well. Um, so no good on the head-to-head, but easily covered the line in the end. Very good, mate. Okay, so pretty, you know, okay for you in the NRL there. And Pope, what about yourself? Uh, pretty average overall mug. Started strongly. Broncos running away with it. Hmm. Said 13 plus for them. Last week outsiders, and then we're going down the slope quickly. Knights at full strength. I'm pretty sure I said last Tuesday they were full strength and they got hammered. Uh, Raiders and Panthers are both set at alternates, and depending on the line, Raiders covered but didn't win by the big margin. I predicted neither Penrith, and I was opposed to Modler. I was pretty strong on the Storm, and they were never in it. So fairly lukewarm round in general for me. Yeah, okay. Um, all right, boys. Well, while uh, we're talking about bets that occurred over the weekend, we better just quickly refer back to some bad beats. Now, boys, uh, I'll throw it over to you because I think this is potentially one of the worst beats 
for the whole year across both codes. Yeah, I might, uh, might talk to this one, seen as um, yeah, I'm tipped up West. So a lot of moving parts here, but Wests came, uh, uh, they were down, I think they scored two late tries to edge ahead by one. Uh, the conversion from the sideline hits the post uh, and leaves five seconds on the clock, actually one second on the clock, I think it was. Um, so still up by one, you know, the kickoff, uh, there was an alleged uh, obstruction, which um, which they've thrown in a, a captain's challenge for, which, you know, depending on which version of the rules or, you know, which version of the NRL you listen to, you know, shouldn't have even been able to be, to be fired in. And, um, yeah, uh, and then the NRL's come out today and actually said, yeah, it shouldn't have been a penalty in the first place. And, you know, from the penalty, of course, Valentine Holmes kicks it over and uh, they ended up winning, you know, after the full-time siren. Um, and I think West got out to something like $10 on top of you as well. So, yeah, if you happen to be on them, it's, it's you know, that's probably one of the worst bets I can remember for a long time. Now, uh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> now, Pope, uh, I know most markets have shut down uh, with one second to go in a game. But if you've still got a live market up in that situation, um, and there's one second to go, and there's one team that's one point up, and they're kicking off. What's what's that market at? It... Five hundred to one. It's got to be a thousand to one, doesn't it? Yeah, there's there's only. Well, I didn't think that was a way you could win a game the way it occurred on the weekend. Prior to that, it was probably getting the ball back somehow and scoring a try or kick and drop. I'll take it extra time. So it's a bit of a new way, but you just can't. Can't win outside of probably highly controversial circumstances, which what happened on Sunday, Mark. Well, uh, not too far away from that was that last forty seconds in the Essendon uh, Collingwood game. It's you know not as dramatic as a, a five hundred or a thousand to one shot, but I tell you what, she'd be still mighty odds uh, trading. Um, Young Jones is lining up in front of goal. I think forty seconds to go. I still don't know why players in this instance don't think about the chip kick sideways because then you get to take another 30 seconds off the clock. Um, and it looked like there was players everywhere. I, I don't think I've ever seen a player do it, um, but that is an option that I think players should think about. It's maybe not considered, uh, you know, a fair pull or, or, or good darts or, or whatever, but um but I, I think that has to be uh, an option. Anyway, he misses it. There must be about 30 seconds to go. Collingwood slingshot straight down the other end. And uh, and as we know, Elliot kicks the uh, the miracle goal. I don't know how he marked that ball, to be honest. I, it was, in, I think the mark was almost more incredible than the kick. Um, how the hell he marked that ball, I've got no idea. Um, but um, but he, <laughs> he put it through for the Pies punters and, uh, and absolutely killed the Essendon one. So that's a bad beat for, uh, for the Essendon fans. Um, depending on what line you're on in that Brisbane game, and I know quite a few of our listeners were on uh, 18 and, and 20 and 22 and a half. Um, that was 20, that, that was, uh, they were on 23. And Isaac Rankin kicks a goal with seven seconds to go. Uh, to uh, just pull that number back to 17. So depending on what line you're on there in the Brisbane game, you might uh, think yourself a bit stiff. The Tigers, obviously, boys, uh, back to, what, Friday night, uh, had two opportunities late in the game to at least just put a score on the board, muffed both of them. I think that's been well documented. And, Mother, we were on port. Um, 
it's always uh, when you're on the number, it's always a bad beat in your eyes. Can we can we have a bad beat there, or is that just a good good bet got beat? Yeah, probably for, probably sit on the fence with that one. Probably two bob each way. I think with that. Um, yeah, it's yeah probably you know as I always say, you can't eat value. I guess in the end, but. Um, Tom yeah, Hawkins ripped our heart out. Uh, two goals in the last four minutes and one on the yeah. fifty meter line. So uh, he uh, some beautiful kicking there to uh, to sink us boys. Um, so uh, so well done to him, guys. Just on the charity bets. So we put up some charity bets uh, last week. It was our first week. We uh, we didn't deliver. We've uh, the kitty sitting at minus ten. So we'll uh, we'll load up again this week with another two hundred dollar charity bets and um, and see if we can't. Uh, turn the ledger and get some money in the account uh, for Pass It On Clothing, which is a, uh, a sponsor that's uh, Top Sport, uh, Tristan and the boys um, from uh, Market Watch uh, for their podcast on the NRL do a lot of uh, uh, a lot of work with as well. So so we'll uh, we'll, we'll chuck, chuck up a couple more bets uh, this week. But uh, that's enough tomfoolery, boys. Are we ready to start talking some bets? Let's do it. Righty-o, Pope. Serve them up. Over the West we go on Friday night. Mug and intriguing one to start the round. We've got Frio taking on the Melbourne Demons. Two-and-a-half-point favourites, Melbourne, seventy-eight. What are we seeing in this one? A huge game, Pope. This is a huge game in the context of the season. Um, if Frio win this, uh, they're just about locked away the top four. That they'll go on to win three out of or the last four uh, if they can put this one to bed uh, as a minimum. I think uh, they're as long as just getting over this hurdle, their their draws okay. Um, so it's a huge game for them. Pretty much shores up the top four for Melbourne. Uh, wow, you know if Melbourne don't win this, um, oh. It's not all over for them, but you know, you're making a, a hard case already even harder to think that they're going to be uh, competing at the back end of September. So this is a huge game. I'm really looking forward to it. I have a slight lean to Frio in saying that, Pope, a bit of weather and, uh, and a bit of uh, a wind and slip and slide and... Um, I think that probably favours Melbourne. Um, we've seen Frio struggle a little bit in the wet, so I think it probably just brings that back um, a little bit. I'm probably not going to have a bet in the head-to-head uh, -head online uh, style markets, Pope. Um, I think there is something to keep an eye on. That total is at 144. Frio and Melbourne, very defensive, but, geez. I was having a look at the weather forecast. I mean, I'm not, I don't know if I'm seeing enough on that forecast to be as low as, as 144. So look, punters, let's just keep an eye on that. We'll update on Thursday as to where we're at. But to me, that that total looks a little bit low at 144. Well, that you seeing anything that stands there in this one? No, not particularly. Um, so with the squads, I've taken five out, uh, which is, you know, a big out, obviously. And, put Lob in for Freo, which is a handy enough in, um, and then Lever and Petty in for the Ds, and I've pretty much got this on the market at the moment. Um, yeah, probably close to having a, a lean on Melbourne, but not quite at the moment. Um, yeah, so probably leave this one alone for now. Uh, the highly topical Pies mug are taking oh. on Port at the G on Saturday afternoon. They're six and a half point favourites. Dollar 64, mate. Anything stick out here? 
have a slight lean to the pies. And um, and if that market moves an inch, uh, I think I'll find myself uh, with the pies again. Look, Port were fantastic. Port, as I said last week, Port have been really uh, pretty good since they had their bad start, really. And, um, you know, super impressive in the second half against, um, you know, what many are saying are the best team in the comp. Um, so, you know, Port uh, lose no friends um, in saying that, you know, it's pretty much all over for them now. Do they come with the same enthusiasm and energy and desire um, as maybe what the Pies have in front of their home fans? And and their home fans have got a fair bit to cheer about at the moment. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they really get behind them here and, and help carry them home. So um, I wouldn't mind seeing another point or two, Pope, before I jump in, but I, I do favour the Pies here. Makes sense. Anything attractive to you in this one, Mother? Yeah, I've plugged uh, the go in for the pies, and that's been enough to give me a very slight lean. I've got them about a dollar sixty. I think it was the dollar sixty-four that are up at Toppy at the moment. So, uh, assuming he plays, I've got a, a yeah a lean to them at the moment. If he doesn't, then I'll probably be, yeah right on the market there. So probably one for teams, but um, yeah, slight edge at the moment. Uh, Battle of the Bridge, I think the Sydney Derby's called. I don't think there's anything that really attracts the two of you in this one. So we might move straight through that and go to the Twilight game on Saturday. Uh, Mother, I'll start with you in this one. We've got the Saints at $1.59 taking on your Hawks, $2.38, eight and a half line. What are you saying? Yeah. Um... It's the model's sort of gone back to the old ways and jumped back on the Hawks at the moment. Um, I've got this near enough. Actually, I've got a slight lean to the to the Hawks in this for myself. Dollar ninety seven. It's rated them. Um, so the two thirty eight definitely value. I don't really have any ins or outs for either team, but I know that Billings is a chance to come out. So yeah, potential upside there for me. If um, if he does come out, it's only going to you know favour the Hawks a bit more there. So yeah, happy to be involved with them at the moment. Yeah, fairly significant. Lean from yourself. Consensus bet in this one, Mug, can you find? No, I uh, I can't actually. Uh, if anything, I was probably a, a slight lean to the Saints back at Marvel uh, under the roof where we have struggled. Um, so, no, nothing for me there head-to-head or lines. But, Pope, we're going to have to go again here. Um, that line, uh, that total line is at 166 and a half. And, um, and we've, I think I've spoken about it every every weekend or every second weekend this year just about is these Hawks totals um, under the roof. Uh, Saints, pretty bruise-free, the Saints. Um, I don't think they're going to be uh, figuring uh, too heavily in September. And, um, mate, I, I just see points again. So um, 166, that's not a big number. I, when, I, when I actually opened up and I, I thought, geez, I think that's going to have a 1-7 against it. When I saw one sixes, I was uh, I was like, well, and then one six six, I was like, yes, yes, please, let's uh, let's have a little piece of that. So uh, we got to be overs here, Pope, and um, and I'll be having a little cheeky super over here as well uh, with a with a two hundred plus. Bit of a winning theme too. It's been so far, hasn't it? Overs in Hawk games. Say again, sorry, mate. It's been a winning option throughout the year so far. Yeah, absolutely, 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 mate. Yeah, the uh, the overs uh, in the Hawks game has been flying. Uh, yeah, so uh, that's been going well. Yeah, thirteen and five. I'm just looking at the moment. They've they've gone against the the overs. So yeah, definitely, definitely handy. 
Yeah, nice. Uh, Mug, um, I think you teased this game on Sunday night around mm. once the industry experts had a proper look at this game where this would end up, Geelong and Western Bulldogs. It's currently 19.5 point favourites for Geelong. They're thirty four at GMHBA on Saturday night. Yeah, my number came out at around about 24.25 and... Um... And I had an inkling that it might drop a bit in the morning. Uh, I wasn't quite sure, though, because I wasn't sure if there'd be a lot of people uh, that had one similar to mine. Um, but sure enough, we did get some movement on Monday. And uh, I think the lowest we got down to was about 17. I think we're sitting at 19 now, Pope. Is that right? Yeah, I, I, I still like the 19. I, I just think... Um, you got to have at least a double figure home ground advantage here, and um, and I have the doggies and the cats more than the nine points apart. Um, so I'm happy to happy to take on the cats here uh, down at the Cattery. Consensus bet in this one, Modler, or do you see this a little bit differently? No, unfortunately not. I've got uh, the slightest advantage in the doggies. I've got them right on three dollars. Um, so yeah, probably. At the 325, probably not even enough for a half unit for me. Um, I have plugged Stewart in for the cats, so maybe uh, potential upside as far as the model is concerned if he doesn't end up playing. Um, yeah, it'll, it'll obviously lean more of the doggies there, but um, yeah, probably not enough for me to, to get involved at this stage. Uh, we'll move straight through the other Saturday night game, I think, Mug here, the Crows and Blues, I don't think, hold much interest for us to speak to. We'll go to first game Sunday, Suns and West Coast at Metricon. Suns are 35 and a half point favourites here, Monk, and dollar 14 favourites. Can you find a bet this one? No, I can't. I probably have a slight lean to the Suns, but um, oh, look, mate, at those numbers with these teams, um, yeah, the seasons are both gone. I did look at that over again, so just a bit of a weather watch. Um, but, uh, but if anything, I'll be leaning uh, towards the over. Um, I think I said it last week about Kennedy. Um, I don't know if they've come out and confirmed him or, or whatever, but uh, keep an eye on Kennedy. I just cannot see him making the trip <laughs> to go over to uh, you know travel six, seven, and what is it? five, six hour flight and then, uh, and then take the bus ride down or, or do they go direct? They might go direct. Um, but uh, I just cannot see him making that trip. So just, just maybe factor that into your thinking as well. If you, even if you think that that's a big thing anyway, Kennedy's he's, he's almost at the end uh, of the whole JC. Um, but, um, but yeah, nothing for me here, mate. Uh, Modler, generally had a bit of a West Coast lean of late. Does that continue here? It does, but uh, I guess on the proviso that there's talk that Nick Nap, Nick Nap, I should say, uh, might play, and, and if if he does, the model's actually got West Coast at about a four dollar pop there. Um, he's a he's a big uh, mover and shaker as far as the model's concerned, um, and and I guess a bit similar to Kennedy, you know, given West Coast they have a lot to play for, it, it remains to be seen whether they bother putting him on a you know big guy on a plane to fly, you know, probably the longest trip in in footy. Um, so yeah, if if you're confident that he's going to play, then maybe have a, a bit of a play at the at the line, maybe. But um, yeah, I wouldn't be confident that he's playing at this stage. So probably wait and see there. Yeah, prudent approach. Uh, Mark, we'll go to the blockbuster at the G 
in primetime Sunday afternoon. Richmond, two-and-a-half-point favourites against the Lions. And if Richmond games anything to go by of recent times, this will go down. This line bet will go down the last yeah. play of the game, seemingly. Can you find anything here, mate? Well, I, I I should be more excited about this game than what I am. It sort of really feels like the Tigers have, have fallen off a cliff. And, um, and I mean, the Lions, where, where are the Lions at with their footy at the moment? They they need to seriously get moving, uh, I think, the Brisbane Lions, if they're, going to, uh, if they're going to play a big part in September. So, yeah, it's a bit of a funny one, this one. It should be a really big game, but uh, I'm just not sure that it's holding that, uh, that billing at the moment. Um, I have a slight lean to the Tigers, Pope. Um, but, uh, geez, you know... They'd be hard to cop at the moment, the Tigers. Like, they've just uh, disappointment after disappointment if you've been back in the Tigers lately. So, um, so we'll see how we go. My lean is the Tigers, Pope. Makes sense. Um, one of these are usually in the sweet spot to have a little bit of a view for you. Does that continue here? Yeah, I've got uh, oh, similar to Mug, really. I've got a very slight lean to Richmond. That's... Uh, with Lynch in and uh, and Rich looks like he's out for, for the Lions as well. Um, yeah, real slight lean, $1.77. Again, probably not enough for me to, to get involved. And, and as tends to happen with the Sunday games, there's a lot of, you know, moving and shaking between now and then. So I'm probably keener to, to wait to closer to the day. I'll stick with you. Modler Mug indicated in pre-production that he's got no interest whatsoever in Bombers v North. So I'll leave this game to you, mate. Have you got any views here that the listeners can get involved with? Yeah, not really. I've, I've, as it stands, I've got a slight bit of value to North at $6.30. I should point out, though, I've, I've not taken any of the, the four players that are potentially out with COVID. I think they come out of protocol on Sunday, but whether they get up and play, you know, is anyone's guess, I suppose. Um, yeah, so with all said and done, I probably couldn't be recommending North and, you know, obviously given sort of how they've played so far, I wouldn't be recommending betting on them anyway. The only other thing, Pope, there that I would say is that's, that game is just a complete dead rubber and uh, under the roof at uh, Marvel Stadium, um, I think we're what, 160, odd 167, um, depending on who gets impacted for North Melbourne, if, you know, if it was like Zerha, um, you know, like um, Zebel or, you know, some of their key goal scorers from last week, I'd probably say, you know, err on the side of caution. But, um, but if they've still got a, a decent spread of goal kicks and midfielders, um, I think that's another bet for, for the overs there. Probably remiss of us at the start, too. It was quite the round of footy last week, too. So hopefully we uh, get some games akin to what we saw in round 19 as well, Monk. Absolutely. Um, Pope, we might uh, just take a bit of a, uh, a different tack because um, Richard Drummond, um, who's a, uh, a great friend of the program and uh, he listens in um, every week and uh, he's been a great supporter of ours, uh, he actually asked me during the week, he's like, can you talk to some uh, to some premiership betting and uh, and talk to the odds uh, that are up at the moment and maybe just get some of the Pope and and uh, I don't know if Modley you've got too many uh, thoughts on the NRL premiership but um but just see what the Pope's thinking around the the NRL and um and I, I, I guess I can do the same uh, on the AFL. Where are things at, at the moment, Pope? How do you see them? Well, quickly touch on the market in general, Morgan Penrith are very heavily favoured. 
good in the betting markets there. They're even money or or slightly shorter. Work worth touching on that it's it's invariably if you see a two dollar pop at this stage of the year with six weeks to regular season to go, it automatically think it's too short. Yeah. It's it's hard to bit into that. But most of the models that I've seen have them considerably shorter. So if you prepare to invest in that, based on information, then a lot of people do have them shorter than a dollar ninety-five, which is what it is at topsport.com.au currently. If you're looking for a bit of value, which I think most of us are, I think there's probably two that do stand out to me, and one is Cowboys. Uh, they're on second line of betting at eight dollars. The big advantage they're going to have is with their run home, they should finish top two as things stand at the moment, and then they'll get two home finals, which is a really big advantage in Townsville. So. Ideally for them, that would be a home prelim um, and obviously really beneficial for them getting into a grand final. So they're one for me and probably going to sound a bit nuts here based on the recent form, but I think Storm at $9.50, $10, the way the competition's lining up at the moment, if you look at their spine, the Sugar Grant, Hughes, Munster, issues to address, no doubt, but I think you put a bit of faith that they do have a patch of form that is better than what they're doing at the moment or how they're performing currently. And it is one of the better spines going around there, the, the those three, despite the fact they're going to be without Pap. So I, I'd back them this week 950 because that price will probably go in the next fortnight with their opposition. Um, and, I, and I do think they're going to be there and thereabouts still come the second last week of the year. So I, I think they're still worth keeping faith in if you're uh, a Storm supporter or looking for a bet on a, on the Premiership. They're, um, I still think that they're going to be there despite their rough run last month, month. Okay, so uh, so Cows and the Storm, potentially worth a bet uh, right now, Pope. That's uh, that's how you'd be playing. Yep, yep. that's how I'd be playing right now. Okay, nice. Um, and, uh, and, mate, it's a little bit similar over in the AFL is that all of a sudden we've got this short price favourite um, that seems to be just tearing away uh, called Geelong. Now, I'm not saying that's wrong by any stretch. Um, they are, I think, the right now the right favourite to, to win it. Um, but a bit like your, your $2 price over there at, uh, at Penrith Pope, I don't really want to be coming into that. And, uh, and I think I've said it before, like 320 like you know, you can, you can almost, you'll be able to get close to that in the prelim grand final double, you know, the add up from the prelim grand final won't be a world away from that. Even if Geelong's a short price favorite in in both those games, you know, you might get 260 or something like that, which is not a world away. Melbourne uh, 350. Geez. Anyone who wants to back Melbourne 350, uh, have a chat to me. I'm happy to to take that bet um, myself and uh, I'll I'll lay you up there. Um, So just cannot be anywhere near the demons at at 350. Then the other thing I'd be doing Pope right now is looking at um, top four machinations because this time of year, we can sort of get a pretty clear line of sight uh, to the finish line and who's going to finish in the top four. And um, and I don't profess to be the smartest man in the room here. And there's a lot of smarter, you know, a lot more smarter people than me that do a lot of work on this modelling sort of stuff uh, already. You know, um, Tony over at Matter of Stats, uh, you go to Stats Insider, you can, you can go to any of these sort of platforms and look at their uh, top four um, sort of predictions. They're doing their, their thousands or 10,000 simulations sometimes. And, um, and you can sort of see where they play out. For the, for the large part, 
most of those models are saying that there's five teams that are sort of in the running to make the top four. So um, I want to be starting to hone in on those teams and uh, and try and have a look at who they are. Um, Geelong, Melbourne are obviously two of those teams. And then we've got Sydney, Brisbane and Fremantle that seem to be the most likely uh, top four finishers. Um, I think Sydney are going to get there. Uh, they've got a pretty easy run home. So I think Sydney, if you haven't already got into Sydney, uh, that $8, even though I, I don't think the $8 is a great price, um, I don't think that's going to get bigger. So um, so, that, so the, the Sydney price, you might want to have a little look at there. The, probably the, the, the price out of the rest of those, though, is the Dockers. I think the Dockers at, uh, at $14 or better. Uh, is um, is not a bad play at the moment. And something you can sort of start to build your book around as the, the next couple of weeks unfold. Uh, if Frio get over Melbourne, as I said, they're pretty much going to get the three out of four uh, on the run home. That'll get them into the top four. They might finish fourth. Um, that'll mean that they get up against the Cats. They probably lose that first week, go back home, have a semi at home, and then potentially take on a Brisbane or a Sydney on their home deck, um, potentially, which in a prelim, which uh, I can actually see Freo winning that. So uh, you could, um, you know, you could see see Freo getting to the big dance, which, you know, at $14, $14 plus, um, then you've got options on the day to, to do what you want. And I, I guess with my betting on the AFL, I, I am... <laughs> Logical used to always give me a bit of grief about this, but I like a clean book come grand final day, you know, like a green, clean green book, sit back, enjoy the day, knowing you got a winner either way um, is, uh, is sort of the way I like to go about it. So, um, so yeah, I, I think, uh, I think probably Frio is the one that I'd be starting to, uh, to look at and uh, I'd be staying clear of, of Geelong and Melbourne at this point in time. Um, you know, one hamstring to Tom Hawkins, one, one, one groin to, to Jeremy Cameron, all of a sudden uh, things aren't looking as good for the Cats. And, you know, still, what, eight, nine weeks away. It's a hard, brutal game, this game of AFL football. Uh, a lot of things to play out before now and then. So that would be my take. Pope, are you ready to talk some NRL? Let's do it, Mark. All right, very good. Well, uh, we better just uh, we better just run back over the uh, the happenings uh, of the um, of the week and uh, and talk to the first game, Pope. We've got the Manly Seagulls six fifty and the Sydney Roosters a dollar twelve. Uh, we've got that line at sixteen and a half, Pope. Um, can seventeen and a half? I see. Just it's just moved up one more uh, since we started the show. So um, so seventeen and a half now, Pope. Can we bet here? Well, I think we can. Starting point, I think this might keep going a little bit too much. The momentum of the narrative generally keeps pushing this this number out, and often in these instances, it probably goes too far. Um, really hard to get a read on it, when you lose bulk players like this. It's your numbers are thrown out the door a bit, but the it, it's going to be how manly turn up and the emotion of the occasion. Like there's, there's going to be a fair bit of. Uh, the atmosphere is going to be unique at four points on Thursday night. I, I do think this number is getting a bit high now. And if that gets beyond 18 and 17 and a half to 18, sounds a little bit silly, but pretty significant difference in an NRL game if you get that to 18 and a half. And I think you can find a bet here on Manly. It's it's probably getting to the point now where 
I was a little bit surprised it's got this high, even despite the outs. Like Roosters have been good the last couple of weeks against not great opposition, but over the course of three quarters of the year now that they've proved themselves to probably underperform more often than not. So you take that in, men in the are at home, I do think around this 18, it's a big number. So I'll be on the plus here, um, but I'll be waiting the next couple of days because I do think this keeps heading towards 20 in the next 48 hours or so. Yeah, nice. Okay, thanks, Pope. And uh, Modler, um, what does the model say about all this? Yeah, it's, um, you know, luckily enough, it's player-based, so I can sort of account as best I can for all these uh, changes. It's It's got, uh, uh, I guess, a lean to Manly. It's rated them about $4.70. Um, uh, and, you know, pro- I'd probably, you know, throw a bit of an asterisk in that, obviously. They've got two debutants uh, starting on either wing, um, you know, and, and, you know, it's obviously quite unsettled side, side from when they last played. Um, but, yeah, I guess, yeah, keen, I was keen to, to hear what Pope had to say about that. And, um, you know, at least I'm not sort of one out on my opinion on Manly there. So happy to, to wait and see, um, you know, if that line does jump out and more than happy to, to take the plus if it does sort of, yeah, cross that 18 and a half uh, barrier as well. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'll probably, I'll probably throw that one out there at the moment. Yeah, good. Okay, that's uh, that's good. Sounds like consensus uh, first up, boys, which is good. Um, next game, Parramatta Eels taking on Penrith. So Para three forty at home, Penrith a dollar thirty two, and uh, we've got nine and a half here, boys. Um, Pope, what do we see? I think we've labelled Parramatta inconsistent most of the year. It's probably tipping towards being poor lately, but I think this is a bit of a sweet spot for him. Margaret, this one, it's a game that suits them. They are at home, and Jerome Law is out of this. So that's pretty big for Penrith. And they did enough last week, but they weren't fantastic. And and Luai, he's not their best player by any means and doesn't mean the most they're saying. But to their structure, this is huge. Like it, this is the first time Cleary's played without Luai since 20, 2019, which, among other things, goes to show how good their injury run has been, Penrith's. This that's a pretty significant loss. So I, I really like Parramatta in this one. I'd be backing them head to head and at the plus nine half here, Mug. Yeah, wow. Okay, thanks, Pope and uh, Modler. Yeah, I'm going to line up again here. I'm, I'm keen on Parra, obviously last week at the short price and didn't look close, and it's, it's still lining for them again this week. I've got them about two seventy five. Blue eye coming out. I guess yeah, it makes a bit of a, a difference to the models rating there, but. Um, yeah, the two seventy five into the three forty. I'm definitely keen to get involved again. Yeah, awesome. Okay, that's uh, that's great. Two consensus bets in a row. Gold Coast Titans. Gee, what a disappointment they've been this year. Um, two ninety here at home, taking on the milk. A dollar forty two. Pope, and uh, we've got seven and a half. I might go to you first this time, Modler. Um, do you have anything for us here? Yeah, the models. Going for Gold Coast, we, we're probably starting to get into the part of the season where I think you guys touched on it last week, where motivation comes into account. And, you know, Gold Coast obviously don't have much to play for except possibly to avoid the wooden spoon, which is a bit of, I guess, a bit of motivation there. But, um, yeah, it's 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 thrown up, what, 237 against the 290. So, it's you know, it's a decent lean. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't be getting too heavily involved, um, you know, all things considered. Probably a half stake maybe as opposed to what would normally be a full stake at that kind of, uh, you know, at that kind of edge. You know? 
And Pope? I concur. I think my confidence might be a bit higher than Modley here, but it's probably more from the camera side of things, Margaret. I don't think they're doing enough to be such a heavy favourite away from home. And Titans are poor, but in their last four, Canberra, they had a highly impressive win against Melbourne, albeit Sands Pap. Outside of that, they were relatively lucky to probably overrun Warriors who had nothing to play for on the weekend. They're prior to, they just overcame Newcastle, who are struggling currently, and also Dragons. They lost to Dragons, albeit in, in a monsoon, but Dragons aren't exactly setting the world on fire. So I don't think their form line really stacks up. And I probably think if there is cultural issues at Titans leading into what's happening this week, maybe this, the issue with Proctor might be a bit of conduit that gets a performance. So I think there's a couple of elements of it that tie into Titans being a bad in this one, Mark. Yeah, okay. And just uh, just on the milk there for a second, Pope, um, are they playing to expectation uh, this year? Like, what's what's the word around Ricky Stewart and um, and and the performance of the milk this year? Like, are they, do they have a good list? Should they be doing better? Probably. It's they started really poorly. If you had asked that question halfway through the year, underperforming, then they sort of peaked through the ensuing four or five rounds. But but as I say, they've got some results while being unimpressive. Lately, that in theory, they should be a top eight team in this competition, probably Mulligans. They've got an easy run home, but they're unlikely to make the eight. Um, Ricky seems to not get the attention that a lot of, a lot of other coaches get. He seems to get a pretty decent run um, when it comes to scrutiny. So he's probably knows the right people at News Limited, potentially, is the theory there, Mark. So he doesn't quite get the level of scrutiny maybe he should. But, yeah, like all, all things being equal, they should probably be playing for finals football this year and and they probably won't be yeah okay and uh boys this looks a a, a great one on paper um perhaps you can tell me from a betting wise uh if it's not if it's going to live up to its billing from a betting perspective but we've got the Cronulla Sharks hosting Souths here and Sharks are a dollar 70 at home Souths 215 uh Modler 225 there the the line uh, 2.5 um mate what do you what do you make of this one yeah, probably uh, no real play for me here at the moment. I've got Cronulla about a dollar seventy-three, so a bit close to having a, a lean on them. But um, yeah, yeah, probably shot arms at the moment with this one. And Pope, most of the week I thought I'd be liking Cronulla here. Margot, th- this is basically hungry and advantage. The difference between the mm. these these two teams is what the market has it and I think Cronulla have earned the right to be rated a little bit better than that than South, but they have lost a couple of key players in the last fortnight. Dolphin Urkin's been suspended tonight and I'm not sure the market's quite adjusted to that. So I've sort of swung here towards South, I think. It, uh, I just backed them head to head. In a game like this, like they've got a couple of players in really hot form at the moment, one being Luttrell. Um, in a game of this nature, I think these standout marquee players can have a fair say and on the conversely Cronulla's better players Nico being one aren't quite going as well now as what they were earlier in the year so they've just got the hot hand at the moment so I'd back them head to head here okay uh, excellent 
thank you there, Pope. And uh, and I think we're going to round it out uh, with this game, uh, guys. Uh, Newcastle Knights, 275 at home, uh, taking on the Bulldogs. Good to see the Doggies have a, a good win uh, for Modler and also for the charity bet uh, on the weekend. A dollar forty-five uh, in enemy territory, the Dogs, seems completely wrong, uh, but I'll hand it back to the experts uh, to tell us the truth. Six and a half, the line. Hope, talk to us. Hard, hard read this one, I think, personally. Uh, Cronulla, are, sorry, Canterbury are flying at the moment, especially with the ball there. They're piling on 20 and 30 points a game fairly regularly. Margot, I don't know if they're quite at the level of the six and a half point favourites away from home. I would, even though it's a big number at 44 and a half, the way they are playing, I'd be on the overs here on a dry Sunday afternoon in Newcastle. I think. We're probably getting into the territory that you've touched on in the AFL a couple of times. That yeah. these two teams don't have much to play for, and defensive resolve is generally the first thing that goes when that happens. So, I think over forty-four and a half might be a bet for me here. Yeah, nice, like it. And uh, Modler, your Newcastle Knights, where it all began for you all those years ago, um, the the blue and the red at home, Modler. 275. Can you find a bet? I can, yeah. The model's gone uh, all parochial on me, so it's uh, it's still numbered for Newcastle here. It's, it's got them about 235. Uh, Ponga misses, which probably accounts for a large part of that um, price difference there. Um, you know, Canterbury's sort of hit a, a little decent run of form as well. Um, and again, we're probably starting to talk about, I guess, motivation factors and those kind of things, but it's it's... You know, given both teams probably don't have enough to play for, I'm, I'm probably happy enough to to throw out that bet there. Um, yeah, and just on those totals that Pope mentioned too, I think it goes against me tipping them. But the Knights have conceded 40 plus in the last three weeks as well, so so they're you know they're you know leaking like a sieve at the moment. So yeah, the totals definitely seems like a smart play as well. Very good. Uh, well, excellent there, boys. Um, well, all the prices, fellas, that we've been speaking about tonight come to you from Top Sport. Uh, great Australian bookie. They support us here, and uh, and I know they support all the punters that uh, that bet with them. So if for whatever reason, uh, and you'd crazy, be crazy not to be, but if you're not with topsport.com.au at the moment, get there, get to the website, sign up. Uh, Tristan and the boys will look after you. Been in it for 30-plus uh, for years. Um, and, of course, uh, download the app. Uh, they're, they're a great mob. But, um, but boys, before we wrap up, uh, we better just throw down a couple of uh, another charity uh, bets. Um, if I just go back to an NRL bet uh, to kick us off, I think we're in consensus on, uh, on Manly, uh, sorry, on the um, plus for the Roosters. Um, no, sorry, plus for Manly, isn't it? Yep. On the plus for Manly, um, I think we're in consensus with um, the big price for Para. And uh, and Titans, which one would would the would we like to select for uh, for a charity bet uh, this time around, or do we want to space it across two games? I think Paris the play here. Well, we're happy for you to chime in, but I think the Para Plus definitely here for us, and I think head to head as well. Um, so maybe a eighty twenty. Um, yeah, I was thinking along those lines. Uh, in my view, what do you what do you think, Modler? Yeah, I think out of those three three games we've mentioned, I think they they'd be sort of the one I'm most confident on. All things considered, you have got the Manly sort of 
you know, anything could happen, I guess, and then, you know, the Titans motivation. So Para, I'm definitely keenest on out of those three. All righty. And, uh, and I think, uh, I think boys uh, in the AFL, I'm trying to lo- decide whether I like the Cats more or I like, uh, I like the Hawks uh, total over. I think I like the, the Hawks total over more. And uh, I think we're going to go 80, 20 there too, Pope. We'll go 80 on the uh, 166 and a half. And let's go 20 uh, over on the 200, which I think is sitting around about seven bucks. So, uh, so let's grab a, grab a little bit of that. For, uh, for charity as well. And of course, we'll come back next week and uh, and talk to that. But um, but boys, uh, really good chat. Uh, plenty to talk about this week with all the goings on. Uh, plenty of footy um, to play out. And of course, our premiership stuff as well, which was good to talk to as well. Um, I don't think there's anything left for us to discuss. Modler, it's been great to have you back. Um, can you sign us off? Gamble responsibly, but more importantly, gamble to win. <laughs>